This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, let's get it started. It's Monday. Here we go. We're back to work. Most of us, some are not. There are some folks for whom this is like what, a quasi-statutory holiday? Yeah. Coming in the aftermath of Remembrance Day, as we know, uh, yesterday, having watched it. I guess I watched it on TV. Is that bad to say? No. Oh, okay. Because I thought, maybe, you know, there's an obligation. You go to the Cenotaph and, uh, you know. I went to a Cenotaph. Did you? Yep. Well, you know, I was watching the ceremony uh, again, the one up in Ottawa, and uh, there was one that was stateside, and... But there were planes flying overhead here as well. Mm-hmm. I could hear them in the backyard. And because, you know, I'm watching this thing on TV from Ottawa, and they're also doing a flyover. I'm thinking, now, wait a minute. Those can't be the same planes that have flown over Ottawa that are now flying over my house. How fast are what? these war planes? Well, yeah. <laughs> Supersonic. That's what I thought. I no. said, you know, or uh, are we in a time delay, or did I leave the speakers on outside? What's going on here? But anyway, it was a solemn occasion, and duly noted there was a lot written about it in the uh, lead-up to. The weekend papers had extensive coverage of uh, various aspects of the Great War to end all wars, which, of course, was a misnomer. That was World War One, and, uh, you know, lest we forget, it was all engendered in that, and a very, very timely reminder. Of course, you know, <laughs> it's it's funny because... You never miss an occasion to do some naked politicking, too. Uh-huh. And, you know, since Donald Trump went to Paris as part of the acknowledgement of America's role in the Great Wars yes. and uh, to lay wreaths and so on and so forth, and the other world leaders were there, but apparently because there was rain, he didn't make it to Normandy. That's right. and Or northern France. And as a consequence, he's being vilified now for... And they showed Twitter is alive and crackling with images of Barack Obama standing in a pouring rain and basically meeting his obligation. So it's to contrast. One of these is not like the other. And so I, I guess the takeaway is Trump, maybe out of vanity, didn't want to get his hair wet. That's I don't what know. I thought. Well, <laughs> he also explained or his personnel explained that this was uh, something where the helicopter might have been a little bit, uh, I don't know, apprehensive about flying in that inclement weather. Some and, sort of transportation issue. That's what they story say. Yeah. And then, you know, to whip together a motorcade at last minute's notice, uh, it would have been disruptive because, again, the president of the United States and so on and so forth. Who knows? Lots of other uh, dignitaries and presidents and noteworthy people made it. Just saying. Well, yeah, they did. They did. And uh, so this is where, again, because Trump is the outlier, uh, he gets vilified and pilloried. Fairly or not, I don't know. I don't know all the details. You might say he should have been there, should have felt that sense of obligation, even though he did lay a wreath or he was acknowledging in Paris proper about the uh, contribution of the the fallen and those who made the sacrifice during the world wars in which America and her allies were uh, a party to. But, you know, this is what I'm saying. The, the social media uh, amplification that happens as a consequence... You can't get out from under that. 
Nope. And so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Put on a hair bonnet, Trump, and head on out. Should have, or, you know, a really, yeah. really big umbrella. Yeah, or sure. Some, Golf you know, umbrella would have Like done a it. shower cap. Yeah, yeah, one of those old lady shower Maybe. caps, you know, with the little tie on the bottom. Or travel under a cone in the Pope Mobile. Sure, something. Uh-huh. Get out in the rain. I don't know. I don't know. This was something, again, for which he's been criticized and compared to others who did go in inclement weather. I mean, there were pictures of John F. Kennedy standing in a pouring rain back in 1961, I believe. They're going back a lot of years, you know. Uh, Washington crossing the Delaware in inclement weather on Christmas Eve to save the nation. All these things, and yet Trump is considered to be MIA, a slacker in this regard. But you see, this is the power of social media now and how everybody is always looking for an edge or an angle which I think really ticks Trump off, which is why he's decided to go to the social media route himself and make his case or plead his case or present his case as you might see it as biased or whatever, but he does that. And then Justin Trudeau weighs in earlier today in Paris before he moves on to the Far East. He's talking about politicians who try to use platforms like Twitter to foster polarization and controversy in the electorate. Give a listen. The way you pull them, the way you draw them into building a better society is by creating that connection and that confidence. And that's something you can use, uh, you can use uh, social media for and technology for just as, as easily as you can use it for negative things. Okay. So he's giving us a tutorial on how social media can be applied. And certainly he understands because he's the king of the selfies. But then Trump has taken it upon himself as well with over 100 million Twitter followers to get the message directly to his peeps. Rightly or wrongly, Justin was taking what looked to me to be a a veiled reference to Trump, maybe less than veiled, might have been an unveiled reference, because, you know, I mean, who else is using it to sow what Trudeau and others say is uh, disunion and uh, foment anger, intolerant positions? This is what... So Justin says, if we actually think about it, it's easier to push someone into being angry. It's harder to pull them into being positive and earnest and involved. But you can accomplish that with a selfie. I think it's important that people are authentic, and he's certainly authentic in reference to Trump. This is Justin now. But this is where, I guess, you know, when he gets into that certain uh, milieu amongst European leaders and, uh, you know, trying to impress, uh, Trump suddenly becomes an easy target. You know, but, but he stands down. Usually he's learned his lesson after the G7 uh, when it comes to trying to cozy up or at least uh, make relations with the U.S. of A as smooth as possible, given the circumstances. But I just find, you know, when he gets offshore, doesn't he realize again that there are some watchful eyes and ears, you know, who just want to see how he comports himself? This is Justin now, uh, vis-a-vis Trump. The Trump. world, you yeah, know, well, yeah, the world he, is watching. But, you know, you get emboldened when you've got like-minded or fellow travelers who also feel the same way. And you've got Macron in France and you've got Merkel, uh, Merkel in uh, Germany and uh, all these people come together. And it's kind of like uh, a hate fest against Trump. They try to be diplomatic about it, but it's fairly obvious. But for Justin to say all of this, I, you know, again, uh, he didn't mention any names. But there, were, there was a lot of talk and dire warnings about leaders calling themselves nationalists. Nationalists. Ooh. This on the weekend also surfaced as a talking point. And uh, Trump, of course, has referred to himself as an American nationalist, and proudly so. And that's been spun out to mean something 
that I guess is codified language or hate speech or it's a dog whistle. You can say economic nationalism, and he's uh, interested in protecting, well, American interests first and foremost. This is how it's been positioned from his camp. But Justin Trudeau, actually, when he's going critical on Trump for his use of social media, I thought that's kind of rich or it's an interesting dichotomy because Justin uses social media himself. Now, you may say in a more positive light and what Trump is doing, but Trump's supporters might also say that what he's doing is circumventing mainstream media and he's taking the message directly to the people with over 100 million followers. Right from the, well, to coin a phrase, right from the horse's mouth, directly from him. Here's his message on Twitter all the time, every day. And, you know, he's the first to have really uh, made extensive use of it right off the hop. He's just done an end round around mainstream media. He's actually vilified mainstream media. And therein lies a bit of a separation between, you know, where people source their information now. And, you know, I've got to be honest, I think a lot of people source their information from folks like Facebook, Google, Twitter. And to tell you the truth, those are not the most reliable sources either, because there's a slant built into how they edit or how they uh, adapt their stories according to algorithms. Well, there's, there isn't uh, the same kind of, dare I say, journalistic integrity where, you know, there's research and there's vetting and there's, you know, fact checking and uh, all those things that, you know, good journalism has represented for decades. Well, and this is now, though, being drawn into question. What constitutes good journalism or journalism? You said journalistic integrity. Trump, for better, for worse, however you perceive it, has stood that paradigm on its ear. Last week, we saw an example of it. Jim Acosta from CNN getting into this spat during a presidential press conference. And a lot of people, media watchers and the punditry, have said he'd crossed the line because he was confrontational and seeking to, well, he was uh, setting up a narrative rather than asking a question. I don't want to get too deeply into the weeds here because I think I want to dial back into what Justin Trudeau had to say earlier today relative to Trump's extensive use of Twitter to get his message out. Is Justin right to criticize Trump in this, let's call it a veiled reference to leaders who use social media to divide people and sow anger? He was going right there, uh, right smack upside the head, basically uh, calling Trump out. Or has Justin missed the true point of Trump going around the mainstream media to get a direct message out? And therefore, uh, you may be critical of him, but he's crazy. But like a fox in so doing, he's well, he's mobile. He, he's he's won the election. He's got all these followers. Now, I don't know if it's just for entertainment purposes or because they felt disenchanted with the filter that is the mainstream media. Well, and not to veer off too far in one direction, but don't all politicians use social media? Well, yeah, and they've got spin doctors. They sure do. Yeah. But so, uh, you know, but Trump, he has his own <laughs> unique way of spinning, yes, let's say. Yes, he does. Now, for better, for worse, this is why I wanted to ask the question before we get into other matters, and we shall shortly. I mean, the King Street pilot project is one year in, and there is some dispute of whether or not it is truly successful. I mean, we're hearing that spin from certain advocates for it and uh, even people who live down there. You know, the City Place Residents Association spokesperson is going to weigh in at the bottom of the hour, so we'll get their take on it. But I'm hearing from business owners down there, some of whom had to close up shop because the business has died. People are certainly getting through there. A few minutes have been saved on their commute 
in the morning and in the afternoon, but that doesn't necessarily mean they stop and maybe uh, chow down in some of the local establishments. And others just avoid it because of the quagmire. Correct. And so, well, you know, and then (laughs) this game gets back into it, where uh, you're mandated if you're traveling along that stretch, you have to make a right at the first turn available. (gasps) And some on the left are now being critical because they're saying, why is it always a right? Oh. See what I'm saying? That's yeah. my spin. Yeah, You're right there. It. Yeah, you know what? Like Maybe plate. that's that's not that fanciful an objection. <laughs> I, I can I can almost see that happening. You know, it's become that ridiculous when you get down to it. There are so many frivolous and vexatious complaints now. Uh, you know, we live in a culture of complaint. But this is the complaint that Justin Trudeau made, and I wanted to get your response to it as we open the lines. The Monday edition of the Oakley Show. It is a great day for talk radio. Criticizing Trump for his use of social media. This is what Justin Trudeau did earlier today. Didn't name him directly, but it was so patently obvious. Uh, Is he right? Is he spot on in that critique? Or is he missing the point of how Trump has gone around the mainstream media and it's been a powerful communication tool that he has mastered. How do you see it? I'm kind of curious. Let's find out. For better or worse, he's using social media. Justin Trudeau drew it out and criticized him for it. And uh, other leaders were chiming in, I suppose. So what do you make of it? 870-6400. We're going to the lines. First order of business on the Monday edition of The Oakley Show. And a great day for talk radio.